0: The following content is rated explicit for language in adult situations.
1: So listen with headphones.
0: Or don't. We don't judge.
1: Have you ever wished that your world had more magic?
0: Or that your favorite character had survived? How about a
1: full-length spinoff of your favorite childhood series?
0: But do we have a podcast for you. Hello
1: everyone, I'm Claire.
0: And I'm Kat. And
1: this is Fire Whiskey and Honey, the podcast about your favorite novel-length Potter fan fiction. The
0: Dead of Time.
1: Each episode, we read a chapter of this story.
0: Which I try to remember from week to week.
1: Try being the operative word.
0: Without further ado, here's our recap of last week's chapter of The Dead of Time.
1: Salaam alaikum, cat.
0: Say what now?
1: Merhaven. <laughs> which is welcome to fire, whiskey, and honey. Okay. What's up, babe? I can you speak a little Arabic. Fun. No, I'm not making it up, it's Arabic. <laughs>
2: It's really not. It's
1: really Arabic. <laughs> I told you my dad was born in Morocco. Also, I lived with Iraqis for a while. Or as they like to say, Iraqi. Because they roll the R a little bit. It's like hey. Okay. Yeah, it's not Iraq. It's Iraq. And I like the way it sounds. Anyway, how are you today?
0: I'm good. That's good. Well, I'm, I'm a little bit afraid of your enthusiasm, but <laughs> I...
1: Hey, hey! I took a cat nap after work. I am good. I'm hot. I'm good. I'm uh, got this. Bum 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 bum. Ah. La 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 oh. la la. Hey. Bum ba, dum, ba, dum, bum bum bum. Dude, my sister requested that at the wedding, just so she and I could both do the ah, because that was our song. But also I need to be careful doing that. Oh, my throat's gotten really fucked up between acid reflux and snoring. So <laughs> and just the fact that it's dry as hell here. So I'm drinking tea that does not taste like goblin piss. It is the very rare and very delicate white tea infused with orange blossom with a buttload of fucking honey in it. So <clears throat> oh, okay. damn it! I'm trying to counteract that shit Next time I'm just gonna bring marshmallows with me And just eat those as we record
0: Chubby bunny
1: Straight up though Marshmallow root originally Was you know used to Help with sore throats and that kind of stuff It actually has a lot of uses But um, sore throats is one of them And that's why if you eat a marshmallow
0: It helps with a sore throat And this has been witchy shit With Claire
1: er, Basic herbalism doesn't even have to be okay. witchy. I just like basic herbal remedies.
0: Okay, anyway. Madame Pompery.
1: Yes, but also a little bit Professor Sprout, like combo.
0: Hey, I'm feeling. Or you could be more like Neville because he's into the. Oh, just eat this and you'll grow gills, Harry. He's such a plant
1: nerd, and I always used to think it was dumb, but now I'm a plant nerd and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> i'm just sitting here i'm like oh look i got a new baby and they're like oh a dog nope that's a succulent (laughs) or claire why do you keep bringing home half-dead plants from home depot because they're sad and no one else will adopt them
0: yeah i bought an oatmeal raisin cookie once because it was the only one left and i felt bad for it i hate oatmeal raisin
1: (laughs) humans will personify literally anything
0: yeah, I, I felt bad for it. So I was like, well, let's buy the cookie. Yeah.
1: So, speaking of things we've done in our past, what happened was... Nice which, transition. Oh, thank you, thank you. Also, which, <laughs> that has been short now. It's W-H-H-W. What happened was...
0: Oh, that's what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, I was God, like, <laughs> what would Hermione what like i
1: I, <laughs> I didn't get it okay oh you broke hannah beth hannah beth was so proud of herself because she was like whhw and i was like oh See, i get a
0: catholic school girl in me i was going What? <laughs> what, would what jesus, jesus do, do?
2: now i'm like what look what jesus did look what jesus, what what jesus did. did god i would like to point out that W H H W is almost as many syllables to say out loud as what happened was. Well yeah, but when typing you write, typing you're typing, typing it is much shorter. faster. <laughs> yeah, I was so just about that. bizarre hearing you say it out loud typing because typing it, it w- doesn't you look had... stupid. <laughs> w itself has more <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh, syllables. Syllables than what and yeah. was.
0: Yeah. Uh, or. If you're like my dad, who grew up in Memphis, he <clears> says <throat> W, and I'm like, it's W. No, it's W.
1: Okay. Unless we're talking about presidents, and then it's just W.
0: Yeah, and I'm just like, it, it, <laughs> you're or not duh. George. Yeah, I'm just like, why do you say it that way? Yeah,
1: <laughs> because he's Southern.
0: I
2: say it that way too, dude. Yeah, I it's said just like the other day
1: house last night, and I thought I was gonna get my ass beat.
2: Oh my god. They looked at me
1: there. They were That's like, a
2: different part of the South. I say pecan like a normal person.
1: Well, well, no, no, no. That's the thing. I said pecan. And they were like, honey, you live in Tennessee now. You're never going to say it that way again in this house. And I was like, I meant pecan. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, I know what that is. And I'm like,
0: you fuckers. It's not Georgia. They threatening well, well, you with a sharpened pecan when they said that. Well, no, I was
1: talking about uh, butter pecan ice cream. And I was like, yeah, he got butter pecan. And they were like, he got what now? Which, when I went to Scotland and I asked for a pecan tart, the guy kind of looked at me and I was like, the pecan tart, like right, right, right there. The, the, the thing, right? In- oh, and he goes, oh, pecan. And I was like, yeah, <coughs> that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> this is why my country revolted against you guys
0: <laughs> yeah it's like that commercial years ago almond 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 almond, almond. Oh and then God, the guy salomon. just like jumps out of the car i
1: yeah. heard somebody say salmon the other day and i was like salomon
0: <laughs> anyway Salmon. Salamander. Salamander. That sounds like salamander.
1: Which apparently, fun fact Tennessee has the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, correct? Did you know that the Great Smoky National Park has more salamander breeds than any other place in
0: the world? Okay. Also,
1: Jimmy really likes the National Geographic part of Disney (laughs) Plus.
0: I see that. (laughs) Okay, so what (laughs) happened? He's moving
1: my ribs, so when I laugh it hurts. <laughs> anyway, oh, what had Lord. happened was
0: Okay. Mm. <clears throat> Before I was so rudely interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> so the sun was setting over the horizon of the orchards. At Potter Manor. That is actually the first line to the last chapter. I know. <laughs> I just wanted to do an interpretive dance of the sun rising above the orchards at Potter Manor. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong with me. Okay. Mm. Um. <laughs> yes. Continue. So I believe Charles caught Maya and Remus in bed, but they weren't doing anything. They were just hanging out. On a chair. On a chair. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. On a chair. So they just hanging out, and then they found out that um Jamie and Sirius got into a uh, motorbike accident and they were at the hospital mm-hmm. so then they all flew powdered there because that's the fastest way They flew way. there. They flew there. I just got that. <laughs> and Beth's eyes got real big. Anyway, continue. <sighs> <sighs> it's okay Twelve until years I was later I figured it out. No, it's it's just like before I planned your bachelorette party. I was like, "Wait, ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous! Oh my, oh my God!" Diagonally, Ridic- diagonally. Wow. Okay, nocturnally, nocturnally. Yes, <laughs> that that too. I was like, "Whoa!" Knowledge bomb. Yes. Anyway, so success. they were in the hospital. Yes, so they were in the hospital visiting them, etc. And then, um. Remus's butt nugget of a dad showed up and was like, hey, something happened to your mom. And he was like, excuse me, what? And then they had a pretty much of a butt face interaction and all that stuff. And then um, he guessed he wouldn't let him see his mom, which was rude. And then Maya was like threatening him with her wand for some kind of shut the crap up spell. And, um... (laughs) So that was fun. So she pretty much had to stop him from beating the crap out of his dad, which would have been fun. And so bloodthirsty uh, for a Hufflepuff. That, yeah, well, I I have my moments.
2: Loyalty.
1: The honey badger comes out. Yeah, see, there
0: you go. It's the honey badger, man. Because I don't give a. Crap. <laughs> but anyways the dead of time i almost said anyways harry potter oh <laughs> well that's
1: because we recorded um, for the uh book rewind
0: yes and that's also because that's what Shub said anyway harry potter anyways, um i forgot yeah so we co-opted I, I listened to too much crap anyways the dead of time there we go that's what podcast i do <laughs>
2: I'm need you to quit being quite so quotable in your What Had Happened Was and nowhere else because that's where all the titles have come from lately. I'm going to need that to chill. Simba. Okay.
0: Was a Except one. for
1: Simba. <laughs> that was a great one. I was proud of that.
2: Okay.
0: What Had Happened Was continued. So then there was some other stuff that happened with some auras that I don't really get because they were placed outside of their door, right? So, are Auras like police yes. in the woods? wizard? Like, cop. what is that They're about? Wizard okay, wizard cop. Got it. So, then they were somewhere that I can't remember, another floor or something, and then there was an explosion. And then Maya had to do a spell to protect everybody behind her and around her, I guess. And then that's when I was like, really? That's where you're going to leave us? It explodes? Like, I, I, I'm i seriously convinced that Shia is like Shonda Rhimes. She just likes to make things explode and then be like, okay, we'll see you next week. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, Shia is very much a Shonda. And I mean, that is the highest of compliments.
0: Yeah, I, I, I do too. I'm just saying she like leaves you on these big like cliffhanger of a thing. And it's like, hey,
1: man, she said she ends every chapter on a really great line or a cliffhanger. So...
0: Yeah, well, she has a slither and she likes to torture. You. <laughs> By the way, I got new glasses, so I don't look I like I'm trying to, to like lure kids in a van <gasps> with candy.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm. Mm, mm, uh, mm.
2: She only ever called them old man glasses. I only called, called them called old them man glasses. Like, racist glasses.
1: <laughs> Come I never on called now. them child molester glasses. Like, but also now that you say it, I see it. <laughs> anyway
0: um hey these are my new ones i look like drew Carey. come on down the price is right i love him and you and those glasses i thought you said drew barrymore at first
2: and i was trying to figure out what glasses drew barrymore (laughs) and it's not the same person well my prescription
0: got upped okay i'm blind now thank you
1: Anyway, all in all, uh, spectacular what had happened was. Like, really and truly, very succinct. You covered all of the bases. Um, Just very minor. uh, So, Lyle Lupin said that his wife was sick. Remus freaked out and wanted to see her. He wouldn't let her, which you talked about. The one thing you missed is that Lyle kind of implied through his gestures and mannerisms that he thought Remus was the reason she got sick. And there were also a number of muggles who had gotten sick, and also his mom is a muggle, so that makes sense. But there was an entire ward upstairs of muggles who had been infected by something magical.
0: Oh, yeah, how could I forget that? Because I was like, wait.
1: Yeah. This is too close. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So there's a bunch of muggles in the upstairs of uh, St. Mungo's right now. And the reason Hermione had to cast that huge, big um, uh, shield is because she saw people coming towards the R's and it turns out they were Death Eaters. And so she caught onto it a split second before they attacked. So she threw up the shield to protect everybody. Remus tried to help her. And then um, uh, Remus got hit. Or, no, Remus tried to help her hold the shield. The shield got hit, which flung Maya backwards. Um, and she was passing out. And then that's when the explosion happened upstairs. Yes. So, yes.
0: All right, so. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. It has nothing to do with this. It's Harry Potter oh, related, but it has nothing to do with this. Yeah, sure. So, Draco's dad's a Death Eater, Yes. Mm-hmm. And Snape is a Death Eater, supposedly, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. So in the book, they say Death Eaters can't see. Them muggles can see. Can't see what? They can't see. Because they said that they, like, smell the fear Dementors. or whatever.
1: Dementors
0: cannot see.
1: Death Eaters are human. Those are two very different things. <laughs> Dementors are the scary ghosty things that literally only have a mouth and can suck out your soul and make everybody feel bad thoughts. Death Eaters are humans who go, yo, bro, I want to follow Lord V and put on black robes. Similar uniform, very different creature.
0: Okay, never mind. So I was gonna say. You said they can't see, but these buggles can see. What the crap makes them so special?
2: They're both like, what the hell are you talking about? They're they have eyes. Unless there's some blind death, eat- death Eaters we don't know about. I'm um, no also, dead. one of the one of the Death Eaters, the only like marked feature that anybody had was that one of them had long blonde hair.
1: Oh, yes, that was the other thing, is they mentioned the long blonde hair, which means Luscious Lucius is one of them. Luscious Lucy. I just like saying that. Sorry, I
2: I have cards against muggles, and don't play it with anybody who doesn't know fanfic tropes. I'm just letting you know, because there is one that's about Luscious Lucius and his Luscious... uh, Something Lucius and his Luscious locks, and... Nobody else got it. Oh, Daddy Lucius and his luscious locks—that's what it was. Yeah, oh. yeah. Okay. And
1: yeah, no, so, and nobody got it. And I was like, <sighs> you have to understand the tropes. Also, but they're native. all that trophy. Yeah, but no. Uh, final thing before we get into this chapter: uh, at the gathering that I went to last night, that was very COVID-safe because everybody had already had COVID and had any antibodies, so I was safe. Because um, you know, pandemic. And I feel the need to explain what I do. But anyway, so we're sitting there and one of the attendees was not aware that I had a podcast. And so I mentioned something or somebody mentioned something about, well, you know, if you lose your job, you can always just rely on the podcast. And he was like, oh, what's your podcast on? And I was like, I read Harry Potter smut to my best friend. And he spits his drink out like no shit. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry, you what? (laughs) And I was like, well, I mean, that's a bit simplified, but he was like, what and so I kind of like explained the story I was like Hermione brings Sirius back from beyond the veil he goes through the seventh book with them then he goes back in time or she goes back in time and she's raised as James Potter's sister through the Marauder era and that's sort of where we are with the podcast right now and he's like you wrote this I was like fuck no I didn't write this I said but the person who wrote it gave me permission to use it so that's kind of where we are now and he was just like and he's like and you read this I don't know how long have you been doing this? And I'm like, a year and a
0: half. He's like, Jesus Christ, that's a long time. I'm like, I know. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> we make people happy, dang it. We do.
1: But <laughs> just the look on his face when I said I read my best friend Harry Potter smut on a podcast. <laughs> he just literally spewed liquid out of his face. Yeah,
2: once again, it, it came amazing. up at work. And people found out that I edit podcasts on the side and somebody else is involved in podcasts and like knows shit. And was they were and he goes, I'll tell you, I'll send you links to mine if you tell me yours, or like I'll show you mine if I'll show you yours, or something to yeah, that effect. Yeah. And I was like, well, one of them is so far from work appropriate, but I'll send you the work related one.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, and when, when coworkers are the head of finance for a fairly large department, caught whiff of it, and he was like, oh, it's a Harry Potter podcast. My daughter loves Harry Potter. And I'm like, abort, 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 <laughs> abort, abort. abort. And he's like, yeah, no, she's a she's a freshman in high school. And I'm like, abort, 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 <laughs> abort, 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 abort. <laughs> and I was just like, mm, probably not age appropriate for her. And he's like, oh, I understand. But every once in a while, he just, like, sends me, a, like, Instagram posts that she's posted of, like, her Harry Potter artwork. And I'm like, that's so cute. I'm glad of how proud you are of your daughter and her artistic abilities and her... You know, fan drawings, but I'm still not telling you the name of my podcast. Oh my god.
2: Okay.
0: Okay, well, I'm rethinking my decision now. No, the Britney's friend who did my resume for me put that on there because since I don't have a, I have a lack of work experience. Mm. That was the only thing, and I was like, now I'm gonna have to sit there and explain how you should never listen to this (laughs) or judge me, and this is not for kids. But okay. (laughs) Well, I mean,
1: like what we've managed to do, like the social media stuff, the merchandising, all of that is very. Yeah. And. Gotten a lot better at public speaking, both of us. There's a yeah. lot less ums and buts. But <laughs> without further ado, <sighs> the of time.
0: I swear to God, our next podcast just needs to be like Seinfeld about nothing. We just sit here and like bull crap for an hour. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> have
2: y'all have y'all listened to My Favorite Murder recently? Did you listen mm-hmm. to that at all? Either of you?
1: Uh, I've I've listened to it in the past. I haven't listened to it recently.
2: Okay. Karen and Georgia and the pandemic. Episodes are now two hours long. The first hour is them bullshitting back and forth. The second half is is murders. Like it's, you can tell that they're both just like, friend, let's talk about stuff. And it's literally just and tangents are, for an hour. And it's hilarious.
1: And they are two of the highest grossing podcasts. I know.
2: When I, I think
1: the only person who beat them is Joe Rogan. And I think they actually beat Joe Rogan for a short amount of time. Yeah. So anyway. They're bringing in literal millions. Yeah. But anyway.
0: Chapter 67. So what are we
2: doing wrong? (laughs) Sorry.
1: (laughs) We didn't get in early enough.
2: Apparently not. Yeah. That plus fanfic instead, which is slightly controversial versus murder, which is more fun. Also, they're stand up comics and started with some pretty good seed money. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also, ours is very niche
2: yeah there's just much more broad
1: yeah i mean all you have to do is like listening to murder
0: (laughs) hey i convinced somebody the day that i was famous in england for this and i was just kidding but apparently they didn't get that i was kidding
1: i mean we kind of are in
2: small circles Uh... in small circles
1: chapter 67 well-trained unit june 25th 1977 maya maya her eyes fluttered open Vision slightly blurred as she tried to focus on the set of her boyfriend, hovering over her protectively, the look in his gold eyes showing just how worried he was. Note, gold eyes, not green, Mooney is out. She cringed at the pain in the back of her head, wondering if Remus had even allowed anyone to get near her while she was unconscious. What? What? What happened? She hoarsely asked, wincing as she tried to sit up. You hit your head pretty hard. You've been unconscious for about twenty minutes, Remus informed her, with a heavy sigh. (sighs) I was worried you wouldn't wake up at all. She took note that his eyes shifted back to green. One last thing to worry about. Death. Death eaters. Remus nodded, a sad look crossing his features as he helped her sit upright. Footsteps sounded nearby, and she looked over to see a pair of finely made, though slightly scuffed, dragonhide boots. Miss Potter. "'Kingsley smiled softly down at her. "'When she winced at the strain it took to look up at him, "'he took notice and knelt down at her side. "'Are you all right?' "'Kingsley?' Maya muttered. "'He blinked, curiously. "'You know me?' "'Yeah,' she began, "'remembering her ride with the future minister for magic "'on the back of a Thestral, "'flinging curses and hexes to all sides "'as the pair were encircled by Death Eaters in the sky.' She couldn't tell him that now, not even if she tried. You are a prefect. Been a few years since Hogwarts. Didn't know I was that well known. He chuckled, a wonderfully familiar sound. Or Shacklebolt now. I wanted to personally thank you. Thank me? I had my back turned when those Death Eaters walked in. Your shield saved my life from what looked like a reductor curse. I owe you a life debt. "'Doesn't everybody?' Maya tried not to roll her eyes, because she was certain that would make her head hurt worse. She tried to stand, wincing at the pain and gripping Remus's arms as she used him to pull herself up. "'What happened?' "'Death Eaters got into the hospital?' Immediate panic set in. "'My family!' "'Your family... your... "'Not your family. "'Your dad, Sirius, and James are on the other side of the wards,' Remus said in a calm voice. He nodded his head to the side where three R's were waving their wands continuously at certain angles. A group of pensive-looking healers stood nearby, conversing with one another in what looked like a heated argument. Wards. This, oh, <clears throat> sorry, Kingsley, not Remus. This floor has been quarantined, at least this section, Kingsley informed her, gesturing around them. Abraxas Malfoy's dead. Remus muttered. Maya remembered a smug-looking Draco at the Slytherin table in Professor Slughorn's class in her original sixth year. Sir, I think you knew my grandfather, Abraxas Malfoy. Yes, I was sorry to hear he had died, although of course it wasn't unexpected. Dragonpox at his age. Dragonpox, Maya whispered to herself. What? Remus blinked, hearing her. How did you know that? "'Shit. Well, apparently I can tell the truth about the future by accident, though I can't imagine that'll be helpful.' "'I think I might have been in and out of consciousness for a while,' she lied, picked up on a few things. If possible, Remus suddenly looked even more concerned, which actually made her quite nervous. "'Well, you're right about that,' Kingsley said. "'Try and rest. I'll fetch a healer to come and see to that head of yours.' He offered a smile again in thanks before moving toward the wards to speak with the R's on the other side. They found broken files in Malfoy's robe pockets, Remus quietly explained, as he led Maya over to to sit down in a nearby chair. They are saying that he had an appointment later with a research team. Some people think he was looking for a cure. Others think he was trying to turn the disease into a weapon for you-know-who. The files contained the disease, didn't they? Remus nodded clarifying it's not airborne but anyone who touched him when it happened i need to get up I need to go home maya tried to stand again and remus stopped her maya he took in a sleep, slow deep breath before speaking again your mum was right next to malfoy when he fell a coldness sank into her stomach what she's sick "'Remus frowned deeply, grief settling into his eyes. "'The healers have her and a number of other people in secured beds down the hall.' "'Without another word, Maya leapt from her chair and made a dash for the end of the hallway, "'ignoring the lingering pain in her head as she searched each and every room "'until she found Doria Potter. "'Her mother was unconscious in bed, looking worse than she had ever appeared, "'her skin covered in a green, shimmery tint, "'a purple rash growing up the side of her neck as she slept.'
0: Mom. Uh, she's going to kill people.
1: Yes, probably. Are you Maybe. following what's happened so far?
0: Seriously? Seriously? Yes. Okay, I'm
1: just making sure. Sometimes you're like, I don't know what happened. So I ask.
0: No, you're asking because something, I did something. I'm paying attention.
1: Okay. As the hours passed, healers and auras moved cautiously around the quarantined ward in the west end of the ground floor of St. Mungo's. When the quarantine ended and the wards were taken down, everyone moved with even more caution, despite healers insisting that those infected were not contagious. Daria slept even after Charles, James, and Sirius were allowed in to see her. Once the healers and witnesses had given statements to several more orrors, St. Mungo's was reopened to the public. No sooner had the doors opened than peter and lily rushed in, demanding to know the location of the potter's. Maya! Maya let out a sob when she saw her friend and rushed to to wrap her arms around the other witch. Oh, thank God you're all right, lily said as she hugged her tightly. I saw the dark mark above the hospital, and I tried fire-calling everyone to see if they knew anything, but Peter was the only one home. What happened? The dark mark is above the hospital? Maya asked. Brows raised high as she pulled away to look at Lily. She uh, took notice as Peter slipped by them to greet James and Sirius and Remus at the end of the corridor where they sat outside of her mother's room. "'I was a few streets over at the chapel. Petunia got married today. "'Naturally, I needed to get the hell out of there as soon as possible.' "'Lily offered a small smile, and Maya actually let out a short laugh at the joke. "'It felt good to laugh. "'I was out front chatting with Mum when I saw the mark in the sky. "'I operated to Alice's house since it was the closest with a working flu, "'and we tried to get a hold of everyone. What happened?' "'Death Eaters attacked the hospital,' Maya explained.' We were here because Jamie and Sirius were in an accident. She noticed the way Lily gasped and looked over Maya's shoulder to take note of James and Sirius's current condition, before giving a relieved exhale to it, seeing they were physically all right. Mum was, Mum was having a meeting with the board. Malfoy's father brought in files of dragon pox, and they broke. Everyone near him was infected. Oh my God! Your family, Lily whispered, horrified. Maya nodded. Mom, can they know nothing?
0: Why are you looking at me like that?
1: It hasn't clicked yet. Anyway,
0: late into the night,
1: Daria Potter's room was a crowded place. Healers had taken to working around the bodies that surrounded the bed, having already met the powerful rage that came from trying to separate the teenagers from their mother against their will. Charles remained by Doria's side, her pale green hand held tenderly within his. "'On the other side of the bed, Maya had transfigured a table into a small sofa "'where she curled into the arms of her brother. "'She had offered to make it longer to accommodate the rest of them, "'but each of the remaining marauders had reasons not to get too close. Peter sat near the door, the furthest place from Doria's side, "'without actually leaving the room.' For once, Maya didn't take offense at his actions, knowing that he was more than likely reliving his mother's own stay at St. Mungo's after her attack by Death Eaters. Sirius, on the other hand, placed himself in the corner of the room, knees pulled up to his chest, wearing a cold look on his face that Maya recognized as guilt. She wanted to comfort him, assure him that none of this was his fault, but she didn't have the strength. Not yet. Remus was the only one who stayed outside the room, though he kept a constant watch from his chair just outside the door he divided his attention between Dario's room and the long corridor where he, where he had run into his father earlier that day. Unlike James and Maya, who were worried the, for the one mother they had, Sirius, for the one he had chosen, or Peter, who reflected on his own back at home, Remus was anxiously and nervously worried about the mother who had taken him into her home when he no longer had one of his own, as well as the mother who had given him life. The one who was to their knowledge, still alive somewhere a few floors above him. From her place on the sofa, Maya kept an eye on him. While Maya could not see a face, a slender hand held out a small cup towards Remus, thick steam billowing up the top of it. She relaxed when she heard Lily's voice. "'I brought you some hot chocolate.' Remus looked up, actually smiling a little as he accepted the drink. "'Thanks, Lily.' She quickly pulled a chair over to sit beside him, reaching out to take his hand with her own to offer comfort and support. Maya knew she was one of the very few witches who could do so without making him uncomfortable. Maya told me about your mum and your father. Do you know anything yet? No. I asked right after they brought the quarantine wards down. He sighed in frustration before taking a sip from the drink. The explosion came from a few floors up where she might be, When I inquired, her name wasn't on the list of... the list of casualties. I'm sorry about your father, Lily shook her head. She had been thoroughly enraged when Maya had explained all the events of the day. Maya knew that as an object of prejudice herself, Lily felt a special connection with Remus long before she ever announced that she had figured out his secret back in first year. She had seen how different he was from his friends, and how many of the professors looked at him with equal parts pity and anxiety, like they were waiting for him to either hurt himself or someone else. Lily had once admitted to Maya that she felt partly to blame for the way Snape had taken an interest in Remus and his condition. Considering the way the marauders treated her childhood friend, and many others, Lily had no business being kind to any of them, but she had, in fact, taken a special interest in befriending Remus long before either of them wore prefect badges. "'Snape had been suspicious and eventually jealous, especially when Lily willingly confessed the small crush she had on the quiet Gryffindor bookworm. "'Having been best friends for so long and having always told one another everything, Lily hadn't thought twice before confessing her schoolgirl feelings for her housemate. "'The resulting conversation had been the first time Snape turned his bitter anger towards her, and he had stormed off in a temper.' Holy shit! This chapter's going really fucking fast. <laughs> I just looked. We're like three quarters of the way done,
0: and I still don't get it. Apparently, so
1: you still don't. You d- um, yeah. I know. It's like when you hear the music, but you can't figure out why it's playing.
0: <sighs> I'm sorry, but the way my mind works, I'm not good at picking up on crap sometimes. So <laughs> excuse me.
1: It's fine. It just makes it hit harder. All right. So.
0: <clears throat> Speaking of feeling guilty. <laughs> that's the sentence you're on. Bam!
1: Not bad, cat. Good transition. Feeling guilty for potentially being the reason that Snape targeted Remus. Also, sometimes, real quick. I feel like sometimes the transition from, eh way dead of time and into the story sounds like it's really clipped and it almost sounds like hannah beth is cutting it too tight she's not that's literally how fast i'm talking like because i hear it sometimes and i'm like that seems like it was clipped really close together no it wasn't that was literally just me talking like there's no clip there <laughs> you don't
2: take a breath between time and the first sentence of your First word of the next sentence. I don't. That you're
1: I'm like. Anyway, the dead of time. Feeling guilty for potentially being the reason. <laughs> I've
2: Even tried to space it out before because I was like,
0: Jesus, come on. So again, use your commas, Claire. <laughs> I love you. Don't be like me. Use your commas. <sighs> feeling
1: guilty for potentially being the reason that Snape targeted Remus. Lily swore Maya to secrecy. You know it's not your fault, right? What, that my mom's sick or that my dad drinks too much and calls me a monster? Both, Lily insisted, and then added quickly. And you're not a monster. I know. Remus ran his hand down his face. I didn't used to know, but I do now. I fucking love that line. It is one of my favorite lines of book two, and it's the moment where Remus is like, I know I'm not a monster. And I'm just like, Yes, sweet baby boy, yes! Uh, sorry. I'm just, I'm so proud of him. He's grown so much. Look at that self-esteem. <laughs> my confident child. Oh my god, pregnancy's getting to me. You're a monster! <laughs> Shut up, Gingy. Um, even hidden in the shadows of the hallway, Maya could see that his eyes were red-rimmed. He was also incredibly pale, and the two scars on his face stood out dramatically, silver and pink tissue stretched over washed-out skin. Cursing herself for not remembering until now, Maya wondered if he had taken his Wolfsbane potion. She doubted it, since he had been with her the entire day, and normally drank it before dinner. "'As long as you remember that, that's what's important. I'm sure once everything is calmed down, they'll let you go and see... "'Dad?' Remus stood from his chair, interrupting Lily and leaving Maya's sight. I'll be right back, Maya whispered to her father, standing and darting at the door to watch as Remus made his way down the stretch of hallway, followed closely by Lily, to where Lyle Lupin stood, speaking with an R and a healer, a large bag in his hands. Lyle's eyes, too, were red and glassy, and Maya thought that he strangely resembled her father in that moment, though Charles still had something left in his sad stare. Hope. Dad, Remus called out again, loudly, as he approached his father, whose empty stare turned bitter and angry. What happened? Where's my mom? Where are you going? Remus tried to step forward, only to be thwarted by the prejudiced R from earlier that day. Lily rushed to Remus's side, reaching for his hand to pull him back. The affectionate move was caught in Lyle's stare, and he shook his head in disgust, staring at the R. The boy is a werewolf, he announced as he pointed at Remus. Please keep him away from my wife's, my wife's body.
0: Muggle cheese.
1: What? Remus shouted, though it sounded more like a howl. Maya, Peter, Sirius, Lily screamed for them. Potter! Maya was already at Lily's side when the boys barreled out of Daria's room behind them. Once together, they took note of Remus's stance and rushed forward, wand drawn. She's dead? My mom's dead? Remus cried out. He moved to go after his father, who stepped into the flue, but Lily jumped in his way, trying to hold him back from doing something he would certainly regret. James and Sirius each took hold of one of Remus's arms, pulling him away before Lily, uh, from Lily before she somehow got herself hurt. The Marauders and Maya had been dealing with Remus and his role for years, and Lily was not at all ready for something of that magnitude. As James and Sirius held Remus back, struggling against the strength of their friend, Maya stepped in front of her boyfriend, taking his face into her hands and once again shifting her eyes to Amber, hoping Mooney would recognize her. "'Remus, Remus, love,' she spoke softly, fully aware of the horrors now surrounding them. "'Look at me!' "'Back off!' James shouted sharply, turning his wand on the oars. He hasn't done anything wrong. At Remus's other side, Sirius kept his wand drawn as well, and Peter covered Remus's back to make sure no one got any ideas about cursing their friend with his back turned. Yeah, I didn't do that in the future, did you, though, bitch? Backstabber. Sorry. Lily stood in front of Maya, glaring daggers at anyone who dared to cast a look of disgust towards her grieving friend. Easy there. Kingsley approached slowly, wand in hand, held upward as a sign of surrender. We're just doing our jobs and making sure no one gets hurt. His partner scoffed at the calm sentiment. We understand this is an emotional time, but do you really want to raise your wands against a group of ours? At Kingsley's question, James and Sirius both looked even more daring, as though he had just issued a challenge. None of the teenagers lowered their wands. "'What are you doing just standing there, Shacklebolt? Stun it!' Kingsley's partner yelled, pointing at Remus. "'It!' Lily shrieked. "'You've got a lot of nerve, you know that!' She aimed her wand toward him, and his eyes widened in response at being so specifically threatened by the girl. "'I don't care if you are an orer. My friend just found out that his mother died, and if you even think—' about raising a wand at him before we have a chance to console him, I will hex your eyes right out of your
0: head. Whoa.
1: Lily don't give no fucks. She's Where did that
0: come from?
1: (laughs) She's a Gryffindor. She fucking stepped in front of Voldemort and was like, no, bitch, not today. And I mean, yes, bitch, today still happened. But she tried. (laughs) And I just broke hand about it again. (laughs)
0: Yeah, she tried.
2: I mean, it didn't happen because he didn't kill Harry. Well,
1: yeah. but And it was because of her and her badass bravery. You know, there, there are positive points to Gryffindors.
2: That... So snide. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I am a rational individual who likes to think things through and maybe overthink things. And Gryffindors are just like, this is what we're going to do. And, like, we'll not discuss other options. They're just, like, they're very decisive, and I am not. So we butt heads a lot. Uh, Threatening an horror. He took a defiant step forward. His wand gripped tightly in his hand. He looked her over, likely taking note of her clothing before sneering. You listen here, you little mud. But his sentence was cut short as an 11-inch mahogany wand pressed sharply against his throat. He stared into the furious hazel eyes that were partially obstructed by black fringe. "'Wrong witch to aim your wand at, mate,' James said, his voice low and dangerous. Suddenly, the Rs encircled the group. The Rs encircling the group were no longer keeping their eyes trained on the werewolf in the center of the corridor. "'She'll have you sideways just for looking at her.' James assured them all, but that won't be half as bad as what I'll do to you if you finish that fucking sentence. Everyone calm down, Kingsley ordered, trying to take back control of the situation. I really wish I had James Earl Jones's voice right now, because he would be such a good Kingsley, but. He gripped his partner and yanked the man back. Potter, get Lupin under control. If you've noticed, he's not the one losing it, Sirius snapped. Tell your mates to lower their wands. If you can't tell, we've got very little to lose here, and have a bit of a short fuse when it comes to threats to our family. He's a werewolf, Kingsley's partner shouted, outraged. Shouldn't even be allowed inside the hospital. Maya, get Remus into an empty room and ward the doors like he did last time, James instructed her. She nodded, returning her focus to Remus. Look in my eyes, love. She continued to speak as she reached for his tightly clenched fists. Remus, Mooney, look at me. I'm here, love. We're all here for you. I need you to come with me, Mooney. Follow me. Like a well-trained unit, a hey, chapter name. Like a well-trained unit, the Marauders and Lily formed a barricade. While James and Lily and Peter kept wands on the R's, Sirius watched as Maya led Remus away into a private room. Once he felt that they were secure, he spun back on Remus's attackers. The R's, however, had begun turning on one another instead. Don't think Moody won't hear about this when we get back to the Ministry, bolt. I plan on being the one to tell him myself, Kingsley snapped. Everyone lower your wands. Sir... A nervous Auror asked while the volatile one fumed, pacing back and forth, glaring at the way that Lily's wand followed him. You're really going to let them go? A werewolf in a hospital full of innocent people? And a group of children who dared to threaten horrors. Sirius could hear the derision and indignance in Kingsley's voice when he asked, Are we royalty because we wear a badge? They were doing what any of us would have done for a fellow Auror. We drew against them first, and they came to the defense of their friend. I'm just going to let that line sit for a second. In light of, basically, the majority of 2020. I let it sit. It made me happy. Shia, you were ahead of your time, and I love you. Not really ahead of your time, but... Very on point in your time, and particularly on point during the current time. Anyway. "'But he's a werewolf!' another R shouted. Sirius kept his wand trained on that one, feeling the magic stir in his chest and tingle down his arms to the tip of his fingers that rested on the wood in his hand. "'I didn't see fur. Did any of you?' Kingsley demanded. "'No? Well, maybe I just have better vision. Perhaps that's why Moody left me in charge.' Speaking of which, if something like this ever happens again, I'll thank you all not to question me. He offered a brief look of apology to the marauders and Lily, all of whom finally lowered their wands at the sight of the retreating aurors. Evans, what happened? Sirius finally asked. Is it true about Remus's mum? Lily nodded sadly, wiping an escaped tear from her cheek. His father told him. He also outed him as a werewolf to the Rs, saying they weren't to let Rema see his mother. Thank you, Kingsley. James extended a hand to the man, showing no feelings of resentment over a situation that had been handled poorly by all parties. Sirius wished that he felt the same, but some of the Rs were still looking a touch cagey. I'd apologize for our reaction, but as you said I heard what that boy's father said, Kingsley said quietly. Werewolf or not, I can't imagine anyone reacting differently than he did. It's a bad time, I know, but you're all very quick on the draw. When you've finished your N.E.W.T.'s, come and see me at the ministry if you're interested in a job. As you can see, the R. Department is in need of new blood. Sirius glared angrily. Unprejudiced blood, you mean? That's exactly what I mean. "'Do you know what happened to our friend's mother?' Peter asked. "'I suppose he should know,' Kingsley said, his voice low and full of foreboding. "'While we were being attacked on the ground floor by those Death Eaters, "'we weren't aware that more had broken in earlier and slipped by us without their masks. "'The second we were distracted by the attacks down here, "'someone upstairs threw a blasting hex "'and devastated the entire ward where the muggles were being held.' Only two survived, and they're not looking to last the week. Sirius shared a look with the others as his heart dropped into his stomach. First Doria, and now Remus's mum too? I'll go check on them. Slowly, he approached the room, noticing that while Maya had thrown up security words that he could feel, she had left the door open. Remus was stiff, hands clenched into fists at his side. Maya's hand cupped his cheeks again, willing the wolf to retreat. Come back to me. Love. Sirius heard Maya whisper. Remus collapsed to the ground, bringing her with him, hands over his face and leaning to, into her embrace as he wept. And that is the end.
0: I still don't get it. You will. That's annoying. Everybody's you screaming will. at me. So loudly. I can hear it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but.
1: Yeah, so this is the penultimate episode of season four. Yes, season four. That's the season we're in. But but yeah, so Remus now no longer has a mother. Kat, how do we feel about that?
0: We feel terrible.
1: As well we should. Yes. I also just need you to talk and fill time so that I can start clicking in the background and putting things in.
0: Okay. Ain't nobody love me better. Makes me happy. Make me feel this way. Uh, Ain't nobody love me better. Make me happy.
2: Make me feel this way. Ain't nobody. not what I was expecting,
1: but that works.
2: (laughs) Thanks. This is also. You don't know this, but every time you used to get up, that's what she would sing.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. And those are
0: like the only words of that song that I know. So it was over and over and over again. (laughs) Unless I would go on the internet and look up words of songs and just read it,
2: which were also very funny.
0: This is yeah, because that's what I learned about the thing about the Spice Girls, and I was like, "Whoa, that's that one. Okay, it goes to the front. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was uh, I was looking to see when this episode comes out. This will come out on. This is our last episode of February.
0: February.
1: You made that face. It's because I said February. Isn't it? February. Me? February. I
2: made that face. Is that what you
1: talking about? You're like. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's because it's my birth month, and I hate spelling it because it's the worst. There's too many <laughs> R's in it. And it doesn't, and it's places that don't make sense.
1: You know, it's one of those things. It's like I say February, and then every year, every time when I have to spell it, I'm like February. <laughs> but yeah, it's the worst. Yes, we are deep into the depths of Aquarius time now. At the time of recording, we were... Still in Mercury retrograde. I think that will finally be over by the time this airs. Let's find out.
2: This will air in Virgo territory, I think.
1: Virgo. That's not the September, right one. October. Why no. that's not right. I no, just this is divorce. not Aquarian. This is Pisces.
2: Pisces. I don't know why I flipped those in my I brain for it. some really dumb reason.
1: We are currently in Aquarian. We will be in Pisces around the middle of the month. Um I know that because my husband is an Aquarius. But yes, Mercury will be in retrograde until February 21st, 2021. So we are just one, We are five days out of Mercury. Merch, merch, oh my God. So Mercury is words. in retrograde and I can't talk. But yes, Mercury is no longer in retrograde. Congratulations, everyone. You survived again. And I'm not going to say that the world fell apart last year at the beginning of the year when mercury was in retrograde but i'm just saying i'm really glad this year mercury is not in retrograde and we are not also dealing with a fi- fe- ba- friday not february friday the 13th because that's that was the uh, grand clash it was mercury in retrograde friday the 13th and then the following monday the entire country shut down but maybe if we did that again it would be like a restart button like you push push both sides and just boop.
0: I think Actually, we need to take the world out blow into where it was in <laughs> and then like put punches. it back yes
1: okay no they're already trying to do that in Tennessee we have crazy windstorms going on it's like the retro winds or something like that but uh, all I'm saying is Australia is on the opposite side of the world from us so all we need to do is have everybody jump up and jump down at the same time and it'll be like pushing the reset button Just like poof.
0: Yeah, we need to reset people as well.
1: Oh, I can't make that joke. It's too dark.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying we need to reset some people's brains.
1: And of course, we would not be here without our wonderful, wonderful foxes. For the last time this February, we would like to thank all of our foxes. Yet another friendly reminder that you can always change your username to be whatever the fuck you want it to be. God to thank our foxes Jackie, Becky, Rachel, Muggle Trucker, Becky, Teresa, <laughs> Becca, Leanne, Michelle, Ryder, Cassie, Amber, Ash, Ryland, Olivia, Amanda, Crystal, Connie, Heather, Emma, Ashley, Miriam, Amara, Claire, Sarah, Jade, Royshan, Chelsea, Paige, Audrey, Melissa, Jillian, Shelby, Nevi, Amanda, Sarah, Shannon, Tori, Martina, Dan, Kenny, Kara, Samantha, Carl, Michelle, Kara, Jenny, and one of the names I screwed up last month was Ina. It is Ina, not Ina. So, thank you all of you. We appreciate you greatly. And thank you again so much to our foxes. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for contributing to us. You are the reason we are still on the air. <sighs> we love you guys.
0: And We, we lava see- you. We lava you. And we will see you next. Fire Whiskey Friday. We'll yeah. <laughs> you do a whip
1: noise. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that episode. Uh, that's,
2: a, that's a great episode.
1: That's a great line.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Fire, Whiskey, and Honey.
1: A special thank you to Shia Lani for allowing us to read your story.
0: And thank you to Blue Ivy Creations for creating our logo and Hannah Beth for editing our episodes
1: you can find us on instagram at fwhpod
0: and on twitter at fwhpodcast
1: and on our website fwhpod.com
0: if you enjoy this podcast and would like to support and get extra content please support us on patreon and review us on apple podcasts
1: thank you to those who support us already we wouldn't be here without you
0: see you next fire whiskey friday